0: Hi there, my name is Yaro and you're listening to the Daydream of Wars podcast. This is another minisode where I'm answering a question and I'm sharing some thoughts and ideas and I would love to hear how you like these and what you think and if there's anything that you want me to cover. So today I'll be talking about how to make small rituals a part of your day when you're stressed as fuck. That's a really common problem, I've definitely been there and I'm still there sometimes. So, yeah, I'm excited to talk about that. Before I do, I have a couple of announcements. Um, mainly, I love you. You're awesome. Please check out the upcoming webinars. Um, there's one on Tarot for Beginners that might be for you. And then there's a couple of business related ones, and I'll link to all of them in the show notes. Um, but they uh, can be found over at yarrowdigital.com. I love meeting people. Um, And just, you know, hanging out with listeners. Otherwise, it feels a little bit like talking into the void. Another announcement I have is that I have started a second podcast. If you haven't listened yet, you might want to. I'm really excited. Um, It's called Do-It-Yourself Business Magic or DIY Business Magic. And it's now on Stitcher. It's on... um, Google Podcasts. I think that has gone through on iTunes, of course, and it's on SoundCloud. And if you have a minute, I would so appreciate a review on iTunes. That really makes a big difference to new podcasts, and I just would love a lot of people to hear about it. So that podcast is all about um, small business magic, how we can be more ethical, how we can market stuff in a way that feels good, how we can trade with each other in fair ways, and, yeah, how, how, you know, how can we create a work situation that feels good and supports our health and well-being and abundance? So, yeah, super excited about that. The first couple of episodes are going to be me, um, again, answering questions in a different field, and then I'm going to be inviting people to be in the show and tell their story. And, yeah, if you know anyone who should be interviewed or you want to be interviewed yourself, let me know. And then finally, I want to announce that you're still welcome to join the Magic of Embodiment program. Um, The first month right now is all about grounding and it's really beautiful. I I love seeing what everyone is doing on Instagram, so keep tagging me. I'm so excited to see what you're up to and how you're working with the recipes and tarot spreads and all that. Um, And next month, we'll be looking at protection and how that relates to embodiment. And I'll be sharing practices around journaling and movement and tarot and plans and ritual and yeah really excited about that too cool so these are all my announcements and now I want to talk about how you can make small rituals a part of your everyday life even if you have very little time or energy so the first thing I would love to invite you to ask yourself is where your expectations expectations are coming from, especially if there's a sense of frustration or maybe not being good enough or not being consistent enough. So if this question is coming up for you and you were attracted to listening to this podcast, then maybe you have those feelings, maybe you have intentions around Ritual self-care in your life that are a little bit bigger than what you can actually do right now and maybe that's bringing up some negative feelings So my first question would be where are your expectations actually coming from? Is that from Instagram from what you see other people do and what you think you should be doing is that maybe from friends or is that from teachers or is that a sincere desire for more well-being for yourself? And I think that would be the best-case scenario, of course, because at the end of the day, this is for you, really. I think we have to remind ourselves that this isn't for anyone else. This is, at, uh, at, as, at as a first thing, this is really for you. It's meant to make you feel supported and grounded, and it's meant to be like a really good anchor in your day rather than something that you feel you must be doing or another thing that you need to take off or impress someone else with. So if this uh, question kind of um, brings up some feeling, maybe even take it to your journal and give that some time and think about who's um, influencing your practices right now and which of your expectations are actually your own. And then the next question I would like to offer is, what times in the day are actually most stressful for you? So maybe it's the mornings, maybe it's just a rush to get out of the door because you're commuting, maybe you're getting kids ready for school, or maybe um, you're getting really tired in the afternoon and your evenings are therefore kind of feeling a bit... I don't know, tedious perhaps, maybe it's a struggle to make a nice meal and get to bed in time um, so that you get enough rest. I know everyone is different, I am definitely not a morning person, I love, I love the time around sunset and then the first couple of hours of darkness where everything becomes quiet and still and dark And I get to cozy up with my dog and drink tea and read. And hopefully, ideally, get off the screen. That doesn't always happen, but I appreciate it when it does. Um... So the mornings are not for me and I'm so grateful and lucky that I don't have an alarm clock anymore um, because I work for myself. Most of my clients are in Northern America and I'm in the UK, which means that I'm way ahead of them. (laughs) And no one usually wants to have client calls with me before noon, which is amazing. (laughs) And I designed it that way because I know that I'm not a morning person. I'm quite happy to do the odd late evening if that's needed. But I know I will definitely never start working before 10 a.m. And that's, that makes me happy and what feels good. Um, so I can have slow mornings now. But I remember when I was in employment and I had to be somewhere at 9. It meant that I had to get up at 7 because I just needed at least a whole hour to myself in the morning to kind of arrive in the day, you know, have a shower, make my breakfast. Um, all that kind of stuff is super slow for me. But I think asking this question, what time in the day is most stressful to me right now, really can tell us a lot around what's actually possible and where we can maybe fit something magical in and where would be this misplaced, you know, um, uh, you know, what energy and time do we have to work with, um. And then the next question is, how are you currently waking up and falling asleep and how is that working for you? Um, So usually uh, when I don't have a kind of like at least a little bit of structure around waking up and falling asleep I feel very restless and ungrounded and I sleep less well and I have less energy in the day so my rituals for waking up and falling asleep are really not huge and I'll share them in a minute but they're super important to me so if you're asking yourself how you can make space for kind of small acts of self-care in your everyday life then waking up and falling asleep are the first places I would look to so to say and then maybe also think about your average day where do you have moments of quiet and where are you missing moments of quiet maybe it's your lunch break maybe you tend to have a bunch of meetings in the afternoon maybe there's the school run that feels quite hectic and you would like to make some space even if it's just 10 minutes before you head out to get your kids or drop the kids or walk with your dog whatever it is that you're doing so um, yeah, so plan for those times, that that would be my first suggestion, and I'll share with you what I'm doing for my morning. So I'm laying my vitamins out and supplements, and that feels really nice because then I don't forget them. And I have a special little dish that I made um, from clay in the shape of a leaf, so I found a really beautiful leaf in my garden that had the right size, and then I rolled out some clay, and I kind of cut it out, and then I st- stenciled or stamped <laughs> i stamped a word on it and i dried it um in the shape of a bowl by kind of draping it over something and then i painted it green and i applied some gold leaf as well and it looks really pretty now um and i'll be teaching in the magic of embodiment next month how to do this um because I love this practice anyway so I put my vitamins and supplements out for me in the morning so they're ready and then I'm preparing overnight oats um, with some chia seeds sometimes or cinnamon or nuts and that feels really nice too because overnight oats is really a delicious breakfast it's quite affordable depending on how you top it up and um And it just feels so good to be waking up to breakfast ready because like I said I'm not a morning person at all but I'm immediately hungry when I open my eyes so I just let my dog out and then the second thing I do in the morning is have my breakfast and tea and that's already when I wake up and it feels like you know you could argue that's just day-to-day life and I'm just running my household but I think where where it becomes self-care or magic even is that I put a lot of intention into this by having little bowl, by really thinking about what I want from this experience and by knowing my own needs and knowing that I'm not a morning person um and then sometimes I make overnight tea as well, especially nettle tea. So I have a big um, tamus litter um, and I will take a big handful of, of nettle leaf, put that in there and then cover that with boiling water, close it and then leave it overnight. And because the tamus is quite good, it will still be warm in the morning, but it will also be this really deep, um, super nourishing green infusion that wakes me up, which is really amazing too. And then I like to clear everything away before I go to bed in the morning uh, in the evening. So I wake up to a fairly tidy space um, more or less. But my desk is definitely clear. And my breakfast is ready, and then I'll have uh, usually have my journal and my tarot deck, or the, the tarot deck that I'm using at the moment, ready for me at the deck, So at at my desk, so I just have to kind of stumble towards the desk, and sit down after my breakfast, and I, I look over the garden, and I can draw a card and see if I want to write. And I don't write every morning. I want to be honest about that. I wish I was because I know that's really helping me. It's helping me feel less anxious and less cluttered in my mind but I don't have that discipline yet and I think there's also something really beautiful about kind of reframing that because I think it doesn't always have to be about discipline. It can also be about devotion and it's really beautiful and very liberating I think when discipline becomes devotion and it's just like an an act of deep devotion and self-love and faith to know that that sitting down in the morning with your journal is what's going to feel good for you for the rest of the day so yeah getting there Um, I really loved reading The Artist's Way. That was really inspirational and helpful in that direction. It's written by Julia Cameron, and she is suggesting that we all do three pages of handwriting in the morning. And she has lots of other cool ideas in that book, so that might be interesting for you if you want to check that out. And then this is how I plan for the evening. I really love working with lavender, which is a classic for bed. And I either drink a bit of lavender tea or um, I... Rub some infused oil, uh, infused with lavender, um, especially onto my feet. Really love that. Um, on my hands, I really love self massage, and actually made that part of the course as well because we kind of did that last minute. It's a funny story. I felt really self conscious about talking about self massage as a thing, as a thing even that you could teach or inspire other people to do or share about but actually it's become so important to me and when I was younger in my 20s getting a massage was always like a really really special treat um it was not often affordable to me but I loved it and I loved being in a really warm space and um I loved smelling essential oils and just getting my back sorted out and, you know, there isn't really that much self-massage that you can do without any implements on your back. But anyway, but I've now come to feel like, actually, I can have a massage every day if I do it myself. <laughs> and so I'm trying to really put some intention into that and to just sit down in front of my altar and massage myself. Like, so I love curve massages. There's so much stuff in our cows you wouldn't believe it. (laughs) Um, And just to be like, okay, I'm going to use some lavender oil. It's going to be amazing for my mind. And it's such a beautiful transition into bedtime. And I'm just going to apply a little bit of pressure, a little bit of stroking. And I'm going to see what feels good. And that's going to really reconnect me with my body after a day at the desk and tell me a lot about what I need right now. And that's just beautiful and good. So yeah, I like working with infused lavender oil, or drinking lavender tea, um, sometimes I write down a few more thoughts if I feel like I have worries on my mind that I haven't really had a chance to kind of um, think about yet, then um, I'll write them down and um, and sometimes I also like setting intentions for my dreams, so if I feel like there's something big that I need to process, I will kind of just put my hand, hand on my heart for a moment and I'm going to ask to remember my dreams and really open my subconsciousness up to see what comes up for me. Um, another practice kind of independently from evening and, and morning that I wanted to share is to have really tiny Altars. So, I think people sometimes get stuck around altars because they think they have to be good and big and it has to be a dedicated space and it has to be changed every week or every new moon or whatever. And I think actually having a space of intention to sit down at can be really simple and very small. It can just be a tea light and a leaf or a stone that you found on your windowsill or at the edge of your desk. Or it can be a special place, like a little table that you have on the floor that you can sit in front of with candles and some images maybe and some objects that you love or found or have been given. So yeah, I would really invite you to think about how you can make a tiny altar a part of your day in some way, even if there's just a one-minute check-in where you sit down or you stand in front of it and you just become present with your intention around wanting to take care of yourself and your body so that you can be, you know, really present and in in relationship and in service to other people as well. Um, another thing I really like is blocking one evening a week in my calendar to just really be my, with myself and then that evening at 6pm or whenever I'm done working to switch the internet off and the Wi-Fi, and to turn my phone on airplane mode and to just read and maybe even uh, turn electric- electricity off and just be with candlelight and, um, and quiet. That can be really nice as well. I love having a touchstone in my pocket, especially when I'm out and about. Um, uh, Like in London, for example, that can be quite an anxiety-inducing trip. So yeah, I love having something in my pocket that's been part of a ritual in some way so that I can touch it and remind myself of what that meant to me. And crystals are beautiful. I love them. I have a bunch and I honor them. But I think working with found objects or rocks or wood that you found in the woods can be just as beautiful so there's no need to spend money necessarily. And then I like infusing, infusing small things with intention like the pill dish, for example or stretching out of bed in the morning really with just like this intention of unfurling your body and opening up to what the day can become. Maybe you want to listen to meditative music on the bus or the train as you commute and to kind of you know make it a practice to imagine being in a little bubble if that is a point in your day that often feels stressful maybe you can um you know get some headphones that are quite noise blocking you maybe you can make a playlist for yourself that's really calming and connecting and you can sit down and pretend that you're in a little white bubble and just enjoy that space and time to yourself before you start working or before you come home And then finally, maybe you can also find a way to make self-massage a part of your day. And maybe that's just like massaging your own hands under your desk for a couple of minutes um, before lunch or after lunch. Or maybe that's properly sitting down every night before bed and checking in with your body and giving yourself a good rub. Or maybe that's like stretching in the morning and then applying like a really uplifting oil like lemongrass or grapefruit or lemon that's waking you up and that feels really good. Okay, I hope that you got some ideas here and that you feel less alone with time constraints and limited energy levels and desire to want magic but also just to want rest and sleep and being pulled in different directions. I think we all feel that way every now and then, or every day, and yeah, I feel you, and I love you, and I hope you will find a way to take good care of yourself, have a beautiful day, bye!